0: Hello guys. It is not just a rainbow podcast with Catherine. Today, I am gonna cover another question about LGBTQ community. In light of the current culture wars, we've decided to honor the iconic drag performers who have pushed this centuries old art form to the forefront. Therefore, we proudly present our pride 30 list of those who have made an indelible mark on the drag scene. Drag performance art has a deep rooted history stretching all the way back to the late 1800s when a former enslaved person first started to express themselves through gender impersonation. From there, it has grown into an iconic form of expression, with stars from RuPaul's Drag Race becoming icons in their own right. It is also deeply tied to the LGBTQ community, with the majority of drag queens and kings identifying as part of this group. This art form has left an indelible mark on history, and will continue to be a powerful form of expression for many generations to come. Drag has been around for a while, however, there has been a tremendous surge of state laws that are trying to control where and to whom drag shows can be performed. This year alone, legislators in 16 states have put forth these proposals, and the governors of Tennessee, Florida, and Montana have signed bills that limit drag shows. Introducing 30 of the most influential drag performers who have made a lasting impact on this glamorous and increasingly contentious art form. Number 1. Princess Serafina, 1700s. The legendary Princess Serafina is credited as the first English drag queen, even though the term, drag, didn't come about until much later. John Cooper, her alter ego, had the audacity to strut the streets of London, despite the fact that homosexuality was punishable by death at the time. She was a regular at the underground Molly houses, places that provided a safe haven for the LGBT community of the 1700s. Her story has been documented in court records, which tell of a trial in which Cooper had to come out of the closet and bring charges against the man who robbed and threatened to expose him. Number 2. Madame Paterini, 1854-1931 Brigham Morris Young, better known as Madame Paterini, the alter ego of the 57th child of Brigham Young, the founder of Salt Lake City and second president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, was celebrated for their drag performance at the birthday celebration of Lorenzo Snow. Deseret News, the paper owned by the LDS Church, praised Morris Young for their talents, praising their good falsetto voice and the ability to sustain a female character. To commemorate their legacy, a Utah distiller introduced a gin in 2017 in honor of the drag diva. Number 3. William Dorsey Swan, 1860-1925 William Dorsey Swan, who was born into slavery in Georgia, went on to make history by becoming the first self-identified drag queen and the pioneer of queer activism in the U.S. On New Year's Day in 1896, Swan was taken into custody in Washington, D.C., and charged with keeping a disorderly house, which was actually code for hosting a drag ball. Despite Swan's previous arrest for female impersonation, he was still convicted and sentenced to 10 months in jail. Not one to back down, Swan requested a pardon from President Grover Cleveland, a move that was reportedly the first time an American legally and politically fought for the right of LGBTQ people to gather. Number 4. Gawango Mohawk, 1860-1924. Gawango Mohawk, hailing from the western New York village of Gowanda, was a revolutionary figure in American entertainment. Disgusted by the way indigenous people were portrayed in white stage productions, he decided to challenge the racist narrative by adding an authentic, indigenous perspective. In the late 19th century, Gawango wrote, directed and starred in his own performances, presenting critiques of traditional gender dynamics, often in male drag. His performances were seen across the United States and Europe and he was the first known Native American male impersonator, shocking audiences who had never seen indigenous characters played by indigenous actors, or a woman in drag. Number 5. Vesta Tilly, 1864-1952 Vesta Tilly was a renowned star of the British music hall scene during the Victorian and Edwardian periods. She was renowned for her remarkable skill in male impersonation and is considered to be the most famous from this genre in history. Starting as a young child of five, her number of male characters included soldiers, sailors, policemen, judges, and clergy to name a few. During World War I, Tilly used her performances to encourage military recruitment and raise money for wounded soldiers, so much so that she was referred to as, Britain's greatest recruiting sergeant, by the University of Sheffield. Number 6. Julian Eltinge, 1880s, 1941. Julian Eltinge was a renowned drag performer of his time, earning the title of, King of Queens. His fame was so far-reaching that it rivaled that of modern superstar RuPaul. At the young age of 15, Eltinge began performing drag in saloons in Montana, and eventually made his way to vaudeville, Broadway, and eventually Hollywood. In 1912, the Eltinge Theater on 42nd Street was named in his honor, and it is rumored that he was one of the highest-paid actors in the country. His drag performances were known for their convincing portrayals of women, and he would finish his acts by unceremoniously removing his wig, leaving his audience in shock. His fame as an actor was so great that he even performed for King Edward VII of England, for whom he was gifted a white bulldog. Number 7. Barbette, 1890s, 1973. Before the fabulous queens of RuPaul's Drag Race graced the stage with their signature wig reveals, Barbette, a small-town Texan, had already made a name for herself in the 1920s and 30s. She astounded audiences with incredible acrobatic performances in full drag, which she would conclude with a dramatic wig removal, revealing a boyish brown hairdo beneath. Her flair for the dramatic and her grace in the air earned her the attention of Europe's most elite, including Coco Chanel and Jean Cocteau. After being forced to end her acrobatic career due to injury and illness, Barbette returned to her home in Texas and left her legacy in photographs and as a muse for Alfred Hitchcock, Jean Cocteau, and Tony Curtis. Number eight, Marlena Dietrich, 1901 to 1992. Marlena Dietrich was a Hollywood star known for playing dangerous female characters in classic films such as Morocco and Shanghai Express. She was also popular with her fans outside the silver screen. Before becoming famous, Dietrich was a regular at the Weimar Cabaret bars, which were known for their drag wearing guests and performers. After settling in the US during World War II, she made a name for herself with her androgynous style, which was likely inspired by her time in cabaret, as well as her obvious attraction to women. But she was more than just a pretty face, Dietrich was openly bisexual, a fierce anti-fascist, and wasn't afraid to break social conventions at a time when people's careers could be ruined for being gay. Number 9. Gladys Bentley, 1907-1960. Gladys Bentley was a total superstar during the Harlem Renaissance. She rocked a top hat and white tux and her songs were pretty risque. She was totally out and proud in her sexuality, let everyone know she was queer, and even dressed in a masculine way. She was the hottest black entertainer around and living the high life on Park Avenue with a team of servants. Later, she moved out to California and performed at Mona's 440 Club, the first lesbian bar in SF. Number 10. Storm de 1920 1920 2014. It's widely believed that Storm de who was from New Orleans, threw the punch that sparked the Stonewall Uprising of 1969. She was a champion of the LGBTQ community in New York, working as a bouncer at gay bars and keeping watch over Greenwich Village until her death in 2014. In the 50s and 60s, she was the MC of the only racially diverse drag show, The Jewel Box Review. Her stylish look caught the eye of photographer Diane Arbus, who captured her in a 1961 portrait as Miss Storm de Larvery, the lady who appears to be a gentleman, NYC. Her fearlessness and activism were also the focus of the documentary, Storm, the Lady of the Jewel Box, which showed how Storm used her performances to bring people together during a time when homophobia and segregation were still rampant. Number 11. Danny LaRue, 1927-2009. 1927-2009. Danny LaRue was an Irish-born star who was famous for his drag shows featuring fancy costumes. He was known for his lavish spending on his characters and was referred to as, the Grande Dame of Drag. He created his own characters and parroted celebs like Cher, Elizabeth Taylor, Marlena Dietrich and Margaret Thatcher. In his prime, LaRue was one of Britain's highest-paid entertainers and even performed for Queen Elizabeth II. She rewarded him in 2002 with the OBE, Officer of the Order of the British Empire, for his AIDS charity work. Number 12, Darcel 15, 1930 to 2023. In the 1950s, Walter Willard Cole was drafted into the U.S. Army. By the next decade, he was living in Portland, Oregon with his wife and two kids. It wasn't until the late 60s, when he was in his late 30s, that he finally found his true identity as a drag queen called Darcel 15 and came out as gay. Being an entrepreneur, Cole opened up the Darcel 15 showplace in 1967 and it became the West Coast's longest-running drag show. In 2020, it became the first place in Oregon to be added to the National Register of Historic Places for its importance in the LGBTQ community. Darcelle Fifteen performed until she was in her 90s and was even proclaimed as the world's oldest working drag performer by Guinness World Records five years before. Number 13. Dame Edna, 1934-2023. Everyone knew Dame Edna Everidge, the drag persona of late Australian comedian Barry Humphreys. She was recognizable for her lilac bouffant, bedazzled cat-eye glasses, love of gladiolus, and signature greeting, hello, possums. This body, bourgeois housewife blew up in the 1970s UK and took over stages and TV sets around the world. She might not have been known for her elegance and tact, but her irreverent sense of humor won over audiences and famous guests like Sean Connery and Cher. Dame Edna became the longest-running character ever portrayed by one performer, according to Guinness World Records, and defined Humphrey's career. Number 14. Crystal La Beja, 1930s-1990s When Crystal La Beja, a black drag queen and trans woman, was announced as the third runner-up at the 1967 Miss All-America Camp Beauty Contest, she was totally done with it. Before the winner, a white queen named Rachel Harlow, could even be announced, La Beja marched off the stage in protest of the competition, which, she and other queens said, was set up to favor white beauty standards. Pissed off at the clear racism in drag pageant culture, Labeja started her own drag ball just for black queens in 1972. To get the word out, she and fellow Harlem queen Lottie set up the house of Labeja, inspiring other black and Latina queens to do the same, and that's how ball culture was born. For anyone out there still doubting La Beja's drag icon status, the queen of queens, RuPaul, Mentioned in a 2018 New York Times article that the first drag performance she ever saw was La Beja singing a Donna Summer song in Black Fishnets and a Bustier. Number 15. Dorian Corey, 1937-1993. In her lifetime, Dorian Corey was known as one of the most famous drag queens in Harlem, appearing in 68's The Queen and 90's Paris is Burning. Sadly, her story was pushed aside after her death when her apartment was found to contain a mummified body, leading to speculation that she had shot and hidden her abusive lover for 25 years. Those who knew her as the kind mother of the house of Cory were horrified by the gruesome discovery, but some saw it as a result of the distrust of police among drag queens over the 20th century. Number 16. Flawless Sabrina, 1939-2017 Flawless Sabrina began her career as a drag pageant impresario in 1959 when she hosted her first event with two friends in Philadelphia. Despite crossdressing being illegal at the time, she still hosted pageants all over the U.S. She got arrested over 100 times and is most known for hosting the 1967 Miss All-America Camp Beauty pageant in NYC, which was later turned into the film, The Queen, and screened at Cannes. During the 80s she stayed in Europe and when she returned to NYC in her last decades, she held salons and showcased the work of young artists. Number 17. Marsha P. Johnson, 1945-1992. Marsha P. Johnson, who would joke that the P in her name stood for, pay it no mind, was a pioneering transgender rights activist and a key figure in the momentous Stonewall uprising of 1969. Along with Sylvia Rivera, Johnson co-founded Street Transvestite Action Revolutionaries STAR, a revolutionary group that provided aid and refuge to queer youth and sex workers in Manhattan. She was also an AIDS activist with AIDS Coalition to Unleash Power, Act Up, and a performer with the drag show Troupe Hot Peaches from 1972 to the early 90s. As she famously declared, I was an anonymous entity from Nowersville, until I became a drag queen. Number 18. Divine, 1945 to 1988. The impact of Divine, a Baltimore born drag queen, on mainstream culture is indisputable. From his collaboration with avant garde director John Waters to his shaved back hairline and iconic arched brows, Divine defined the trash film genre, and his starring role in Waters' a 1972 cult classic, Pink Flamingos, earned him a place in drag legend and a reputation as an enemy of censors. Since his death, Divine's influence has been honored in everything from Disney films to documentaries exploring how he brought the bazaar to drag. Number 19. Pepper La Beja, 1948-2003 Pepper La Beige was a drag-ball luminary, with her regal presence, intricate costumes, and iconic Egyptian-effect runway performances. She spent decades as the head of the House of La Beja, started by the legendary Crystal La Beige, and won an astonishing 250 awards. Pepper is acclaimed for her dedication to uplifting people of color in the drag ball scene and for pushing back against Eurocentric ideals. Her star achieved national recognition in Jenny Livingston's 1990 documentary, Paris is Burning, cementing her place as one of the great queens of the Harlem drag balls. Number 20. RuPaul, born 1960. RuPaul Charles, the celebrated queen of modern times, has made an indelible mark in story by bringing drag to the public and profiting greatly in the process. She has had a hand in almost every corner of entertainment, from writing books to appearing in numerous films, creating over 15 albums, and winning the most Emmys of any black entertainer due to the success of her show, RuPaul's Drag Race. Her single, Supermodel, You Better Work, propelled her to fame in the early 90s, and she proceeded to break down barriers both as a model and TV host. This decade, her famous catchphrases from female body parts have become part of pop culture. At 60, RuPaul is still going strong, introducing new TV shows and inspiring new drag stars annually. Number 21. Lady Bunny, born 1962. Beginning her career shaking it on the dance floor with RuPaul in Atlanta during the early 80s, Lady Bunny and her best friend decided to hop on a plane to NYC in 1983. There, she could be found in the city's wild nightlife, where a new generation of creative kids were playing around with gender, art, and style. Lady Bunny even took it a step further by organizing the first Wigstock stock in 1984, a widely known yearly festival celebrating drag queens in the East Village. Thanks to her vast talents and achievements, Lady Bunny is now a revered drag queen of our time. Number 22. Heklina, 1966-2023. Heklina, a beloved San Francisco drag icon and fierce defender of drag, has been remembered as a trailblazing community icon and a beacon of inspiration for younger queens. Her name, inspired by one of Iceland's active volcanoes, Mount Hekla, was well known for her long-running drag show, which began in 1996 and continued until 2020. Heklina was also committed to creating safe spaces for expression and was openly sober and HIV positive. She will be further remembered for her parody of the 1981 Joan Crawford biopic, Mommy Dearest, which she was touring at the time of her death. Heklina has been credited for transforming drag into what it is today. Number 23. Murray Hill, Born 1971 For decades, Murray Hill has been a renowned figure in New York City's late-night cabaret scene, gracing the stages of iconic Manhattan venues like Joe's Pub recently, however, the New England-born drag king, who describes himself as a borscht-belt comic from Brooklyn, has become a household name through his regular appearances on queer-friendly TV comedies. Last year, the industry veteran was cast in HBO's Somebody Somewhere, pushing the boundaries of trans-masculine representation with his signature wit and grace. As his star continues to rise, he'll has taken his MC experience to the next level, hosting solo shows and lively reality series like Hulu's Drag Me to Dinner. Number 24, Raja Gemini, born 1974. Raja Gemini, famously known as Raja, made history by becoming the first queen of Asian descent to win RuPaul's Drag Race. A non-binary, Indonesia-Dutch performer, Raja's groundbreaking drag persona was heavily inspired by cultural heritage. Before competing on the show, Raja worked as a makeup artist, but soon rose to fame for her glamorous, culturally-infused looks. On RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 7, Raja gave a stunning performance of a Balinese dance traditionally reserved for male artists, showcasing her gender-nonconforming approach to drag. Number 25. Bianca Del Rio born 1975. Audiences adore season six winner of RuPaul's Drag Race for her knack of straddling the line between humor and jest. Before her triumph on the reality TV show, Bianca Del Rio rose to fame in the New Orleans drag circuit in the 1990s and early 2000s due to her sharp wit. She is a multi-talented entertainer, being a comedian, a seamstress, designer, an actor who has performed in London's West End and made costumes for Broadway and the New Orleans Opera. Despite her accomplishments, she remains humble, self-mockingly deemed herself as the biggest joke of all. Number 26. Bob the Drag Queen, born 1986. When Bob the Drag Queen was crowned the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race in 2016, they brought about a new era for the series. Even though the show had its roots in the New York ball scene, there was a lack of diversity. After Bob won, their iconic, purse-first, runway walk made them famous, and their hilarious jokes, honest attitude and kind heart won over the rest of the world. Hosting the popular podcast, Sibling Rivalry, as well as the heartfelt drag makeover show, We're Here, Bob has openly discussed the adverse consequences of toxic masculinity in the black community and how queens of color are often treated differently than their white counterparts. Number 27. Jinx Monsoon, born 1987. Jinx Monsoon is a multi-talented and multifaceted performer, a Broadway actress, a self-proclaimed, internationally tolerated drag superstar, an award-winning podcast host, a two-time, Drag Race, winner, and a practicing witch, all wrapped up in one outrageous orange wig. After her success on, Drag Race, Jinx has made it her mission to introduce drag into mainstream entertainment, and her most recent Broadway performance as Mama Morton in Chicago was an astounding success. And that's not all, Jinx is set to appear in the upcoming season of the BBC's Doctor Who. It's no wonder that every season is monsoon season now. Number 28. Conchita Wurst, born 1988. Thomas Newworth created the fabulous Conchita Wurst in 2011, who soon became a beacon of confidence and a symbol of visibility for the LGBTQ community. In 2014, Conchita became an international star after winning the Eurovision Song Contest, proudly proclaiming to the world, We are unstoppable. Later that same year, Conchita lent her iconic voice to a United Nations conference in Vienna, where she was praised as a star of the world by the UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon. Number 29. Trixie Mattel. Born 1989. If the love child of Dolly Parton, Barbie, and Twiggy had arrived, it would be Trixie Mattel, the queen of all things pink and kitsch from the 1960s. Mattel gained attention when she appeared on season 7 of RuPaul's Drag Race, before ultimately claiming the crown on the third season of the show's All Stars spin off. Since then, the skinny legend has gone on to become a renowned multi talented star touring with her country music, co-writing a New York Times bestseller with fellow drag star Katia, launching her own makeup line and even opening the doors of her own hotel in Palm Springs, California, as seen in the Discovery Plus series, Trixie Motel. Number 30. Pablo Vitter, born 1993. Pablo Vitter didn't become a star overnight. After uploading countless videos to YouTube and performing at various clubs and bars for a number of years, she finally got her big break when her rendition of Whitney Houston's I Have Nothing went viral on local television. With her impressive vocal range and infectious energy, it wasn't long before she was collaborating with the likes of Fergie, Charlie XCX, and Diplo. In 2018, she made history as the first drag queen to be nominated for a Latin Grammy, and her impressive 12 million Instagram followers make her the most-followed drag queen, even surpassing RuPaul. Pablo Vitter is undoubtedly doing the most. It's all for today. Please, ask your friends to subscribe to new episodes of Not Just a Rainbow. I love my listeners and want to say big thanks to you all for choosing my podcast. I swear, the next episode will be extremely special. See you soon, guys. Bye-bye.